This is Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Ball Review speaking with Ronald Huey, head coach of the Houston Cougars women's basketball team, a team that is currently on a five-game winning streak and seven and two overall with eight of those nine games on the road. They picked up their first home win Sunday afternoon in, a, in comeback fashion, 79-75 over Texas Tech. Coach, things are going pretty well. How 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 are you feeling right now? Um, besides being a little exhausted, I am um, satisfied, but not to the point of, you know, I, I've been here for those first two years. Um, so it, it's easy to remember the 17 games losing streak that we had for both years. Um, so with that in mind, it keeps you hungry, um, anticipating the next game so you can keep playing and keep just winning, one and know every week and, and forgetting about the streak. What, 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 I mean, obviously, and we'll get into more details about the win over Texas Tech in a, in a moment, but what was the, the mindset of the team after beating Texas Tech? Uh, staying humble and hungry. You know, I think it was Jasmine or Angela Harris who said it afterwards was, we know how far we have to go and we know how far we've come. So let's continue to stay hungry and humble. So that's part of the culture you and the staff tried to, to uh, build, correct? Exactly. And with that culture, we wanted to establish those kind of things in it. And it, you're like a proud father when you hear your kids say those kind of things. Because on top of being respectful to one another, having an opportunity to embrace each other as family, uh, being accountable to each other, trusting each other, on top of being 15 minutes early to everything, uh, giving your best um, at whatever you choose to do for that day, um, when you get up in the morning, look in the mirror and say, I matter. Just all those small things fall up under the umbrella of everything matters. That's why it's our hashtag and it feeds into our culture. Now, talking about Texas Tech, you guys are down seven points, about five minutes left in the fourth quarter. And we touched on this in the post game of the, uh, Sunday that um, – I guess you have the phrase or the team has the phrase, the staff, to unleash the beast. So describe for the listeners what that means because those last five minutes, the squad turned up the pressure on defense, started knocking down threes, and came back and picked up the win. You know, when, when we say unleash the beast, the first thing we want to do is turn up the temperature on our defensive pressure. So we want to get a little closer to the defender. We want to get a little further up the line. So we want to try to force back doors. If it's a part of what you do every day, you'll be successful. But if you don't normally uh, hit backdoor cuts and things like that with pressure all over you, you're not going to be successful. For, so those are the two things that we'd like to do on that part of it. With the post play, we'd like to get up the line just so we can have an opportunity just to show more towards the ball instead of towards our person. Um, the other side of that is we wanted to put constant pressure on all the people who cannot handle the basketball. So we wanted to get it out of the ball handler's hands like number four, Rissade, and put it in some of the other players like Brewer 
and Blair, who struggled to handle the basketball. And now, once they get it, be able to make sure we turn the pressure up on them to have to make a decision where they normally doesn't, doesn't they don't get to make that decision. Off the top of your head, do you know where the team ranks in turnover sports this, this season so far? I told them to stay out of the stat stuff. Okay. You know, I spoke by, you know, our marketing people and, our, you know, everybody's going to put out stats on us just because it's their job. But I told our girls, we're not concerned with that. We just want to continue to play the game the way we know how and be who we are. Um, so we're not going to get caught up with stats or anything like that. So I have no idea where we are. In in the win over Tech, uh, sophomore guard Dorian Branch scored a career-high 20 points. Describe for folks who haven't seen her play how she has become – a better player, how she's changed her game from freshman year to now, sophomore year? You know, the best thing I can say about Dorian Branch, she's the best IQ kid on our team. Um, secondly, she's a kid that put in the work this past summer. She asked to be in a group with all our summer workouts with Jasmine and Angela Harris because she wanted to be challenged on all of it, all the ball handling, all the shooting, all the uh, dribbling. I mean, she wanted to be challenged on everything. She stepped her game up. She got stronger. She uh, got with a nutritionist like everybody else because we put them all through that system. But we can't monitor you every single day of eating what you're supposed to eat and creating a food log and all of that stuff, and she did it. Now we got 80% buy-in on our team doing those kind of things. But Dorian has improved tremendously with her shooting. She's not where where the two lane game last year. They didn't guard her, you know. So she wanted to come out this year and be able to make a statement with all of it. Defensively, we knew she's not the fastest or the quickest, but she understands angles and she played with a DFW team in AAU and they ran and jump also. So she knew the angles and get your shoulder through and those kind of things. So even though she wasn't the fastest. She can anticipate well, and she was one of the catalysts with teaching uh, some of our players that didn't come from that kind of system um, with understanding how to rotate and things like that. But her mindset and confidence changed on top of her body, and I think that's contributed to her success. And during Sunday's game against Tech, and this is not to throw rocks at the staff of – sports information staff, but there was a problem with the stats and we didn't weren't able to get stats throughout the game. How was that difficult or how difficult was that for the staff during timeouts to not have stats to look at to, you know, go over things with the with the team? You know, the the first quarter at the first media and we didn't get it, it it was uh, a little daunting because you're so used to having it, you know. Um by the time the second media or when they called the timeout or something like that, we didn't have it. And I just told my staff, all right, we all coach high school at some point. In high school, you don't get those all the time. At least we never did. Mm -hmm. So let's be able to put things in our mind and be able to go from there. And we'll, it'll help us live in the moment. So they all have their responsibilities on what is. We just need to focus in on our responsibilities and bring it all to the table in each media timeout or each timeout we call. 
even though we didn't know how many threes we had taken in the first half. We knew we were tracking turnovers. We were tracking rebounds. Um, we were tracking free throw attempts and things like that. So some of that stuff we already keep it on the bench. We were tracking fouls. Um, we're tracking steals and how many times we pressure the ball and things like that. So some of those things we had, we just wasn't able to keep up with what they were doing, and that's totally fine. I told our girls, you know, it's never about the other team because our defense is better than their offense. It's just a matter of time where we decide to be the team that we're supposed to be defensively. But uh, Jeff uh, called and emailed me this morning and, and told me that, they had the problem, and uh, the problem was fixed an hour after the game, and um, they got everything taken care of, and it, and it won't ever happen again. And so I really appreciate him doing that because he didn't have to call and email. You know, and it was it was it wasn't intentional. It was just one of the, it was like a problem with the computer system or whatever. And and I've become so reliant personally, but I'm so reliant on the the stat online stat keeper that. Uh, I just have to go old school like I used to do, keeping stuff, you know, when I'm doing the game. So just something to readjust to. So it happened. It won't happen again, hopefully. So you just make do and keep on going. What were your thoughts on the crowd in, at Sunday's game? You know, it was one of the best ones, especially having your first game, man. I was so excited, you know, with all the families and teams there, uh, our administration, um, the men's basketball team, TSU's women's team, our band, you know, the, the, the Cougar Sound. I mean, everybody. It was tremendously awesome. Tremendously awesome, man. I just want to give a hats off to everybody that came and hope they continue to come because I think this team really needs it. They're young enough to where they feed off and, and they're in their emotions sometimes. So I think the crowd and everything was tremendous for us and several people told me they'll be back. And um, I hope they continue to. Yeah, let's let's keep let's go into more detail about that. What has been the response? Have you received any feedback from Sunday's win over Texas Tech? You know, being a Big Twelve opponent, have you gotten any any uh, comments about the win? Uh, Chris, by the time I got to my phone, I had twenty five text messages. Um, and there was a bunch of congratulations from, I mean, like Jose that's down in South Florida who's been helping me um, since day one when I got the job, to my high school basketball coach, to my daughters. I mean, just everybody uh, just been, you know, texting all my friends and things like that. Uh, Sue from Florida State, um, one of my mentors. I mean, everybody's kind of watching and seeing what's going on and I hope we can continue to continue to play this hard so we can get these kind of results. But it's been an overwhelming um, reach out uh, of people. I mean, that was just my take, so I can all imagine what the other coaches got. But, yeah, we're extremely delighted about what everybody knows and that we're, we're playing hard and winning some games. And the team is 7-2. and two. <clears throat> Excuse me, the team is 7-2. and two. What, has, if anything, has surprised you thus far, especially in those first, eight games on the road? You know, the, the thing that surprised me is Julia, Juju Black Sheriff there. Um, most of the time you have freshmen and they come in, you know, all the freshmen want to play. They want to play, they want to play. They don't want to put a whole lot of time into learning and figuring things out and things like that. And she's been doing that. 
and she's been accepting everything we ask her to come in. If you come in, not shoot this time, be a defensive purpose for us, come in. We need you to get down here off the ball screens, find other people, get them involved. We need you to come off the ball screens, go score. We need you to guard the ball, 55 at the beginning of the press. We need you to guard the post player. She's been tremendous. On top of that, Octavia Barnes and Maya West just buying into whatever we ask them to do. And Chris, you've been watching this program longer than I have, and you've seen my tenure from day one. We hadn't always had that. For people just to come in and buy into what we need them to do, I mean, I'll take your barns. And, you know, we play her from two, three, four, and five. You know, she she does. She's our, she's our band-aid for whatever it is. Just like Momo Hawkins is our rock. You know, those kids have to come in and be assertive to be able to fill whatever gaps. And that's the thing that surprised me about this team. And being at the game yesterday, seeing – with my own four eyes, Julia played defense. She has a making of being a tremendous defender. Her on-the-ball defense down the stretch was very, very, very impressive. Thoughts on her defense? Exactly. You know, she was a little upset that Rissay hit a few shots on her. So when we were going offense-defense with she and Jazz, she said, Coach Reed, Coach Dickie, what am I doing wrong? She's still scoring on me. And I said, Julia, she's probably going to score on you. You just got to contend and make everything hard for her. I say, Brise Caldwell has been USA basketball since she's been 14 years old. She's a senior. And she got a chance to come back for another year. So she has plenty of experience over you, and you've only played eight games. Eight games of freshman, so you're doing a great job, you know. But she was she was really excited about the the challenge and things like that. That she could really score and get down here with the basketball. She just have to continue to improve her jumper, and she knows there's shortcomings and things that she needs to do. But she she was tremendous for us. The team has a few days off before playing on December 10th against East Tennessee State. What areas? of improvement, where does the team, in your mind, still need to work on to improve and get better? You know, we, we have to, you know, make free throws. You can't go into a game um, knowing that you're not going to shoot 70%. I think we were 6 for 11 or 7 for 12 or something like that from the free throw line. You know, that, that has to change. Rebounding, we have to do more on the boards. We have to get – all five committed to going to rebound the basketball. I think we got our rebound by 20, 21, something like that. Um, we have to uh, continue to take our hands off with, with fouls. We got four or five silly fouls out front. We're just putting two hands on people instead of just, you know, trying to touch the basketball. Um, some of those things have to change just with some of the small things. And we'll have opportunity to correct some of the things and, and our 55 press because we didn't rotate right, some things like that, and um, some personnel issues we had, closing out to um, some people who were um, non-shooters, and we were closing out on them like they were shooters, and they was driving, driving the ball by us, and vice versa. So those are some kind of focused things that we need also need to take care of and put a little bit more uh, effort into and understanding our scout a little more. But those areas that, that we'll have a chance to, to uh, reconcile over the next three or four days. And have you had a chance to 
begin preparing for East Tennessee State? Uh, Coach, Coach Ganter uh, already started working on the scout. She'll give me the scout uh, on Wednesday, and we'll start really preparing for them. I watched uh, about five minutes of that game last night before I fell asleep, um, just being exhausted from the game. And I have it on right now to watch for the next from um, 11 to 2 is my time to watch them just to get a, a bird's eye view before I start to go and, and break down that game. I kind of just watch two or three games first to get the rhythm of who they are and all that. Then we come back and watch um, some more as a staff to be able to break down sets and how we want to guard things and things like that. So it's kind of a four or five day uh, prep when we got time like we have now. But in the case where for Texas Tech, we only had one day. You have to go with your principles of who you are, and they have to win out. Before we wrap it up, go into some detail about those first eight games on the road and and the travel and the toll it took, you know, physically and mentally on you and the staff and the team. Just explain that a, a little bit. You know, I look at it as a blessing, Chris. You know, I, I told the girls, I said, we're starting out on the road because we want to be an NCAA tournament team. And that's what it's like when you're playing an NCAA tournament. You don't play in your own place. You have to pick up and travel. You have to go in and and go to all, all the kind of traveling for delayed flights or long bus rides or whatever the case may be. And you still have to focus up enough on top of all your academic work and the school work and things like that and still go out and perform. So where everybody else look at it as, you know, a burden because you got to travel here and you're not playing at home and you're out of your facility and that kind of stuff, I look at it and turn it into a positive. And I told them, you know, I think it's a great thing. You know, you adopt it now. Everybody's saying we're role warriors. You know, before then, we would never have that if you hadn't gone out and tested yourself. And being able to, you know, come out with some wins on the road. But it's been tremendous for us. It's given our kids an understanding of, of preparation and being away from home and understanding that we have to bond with each other and bring our own energy to be able to pull out games. It helps them to be able to build a better bond with their teammates. And, you know, it, it's, it means something now when we say, you know, family on three, family on three, one, two, three family, you know, so they start to embrace each other and, and take that in. So that's why I'm grateful for the road. You know, it gave my staff and our time to be together um, without any distractions and be able to bond with us more. You know, I know when Coach Ty is really pissed with me because they're not using <laughs> you know, and I know when Coach G said, Coach G, they're not freshmen. They got to get up. You know, and I know I'm thinking like, get on them. They're not, you know, so I feel them and I know exactly what they're talking about now. Um, and I think we wouldn't have that if we didn't have those challenging times on the road. And, and those times brought us together. And even our, our kids that are not playing, it gave them an opportunity to see what I need to do, spend more time with the coach, be able to rob some plays if that's your weakness, or be able to shoot a little more in the gym, or be able to watch games and study some games with the coaches, you know, without those distractions. So we, we, we're – we're living a blessing by being on the road. We just turned it into a positive. Thank you for your time. I think from doing my recall of being a 
student at U of H, we're getting close, if not at that point of finals and dead week and all that time. So is this, I guess, week, since you have so much time, a few days off before the game on the 10th against East Tennessee State, is this some time for the, for the players to study and get yeah, ready for finals? It sure is. It sure is. So they, this is our last two or three days of class, and we'll have a reading day. And um, some of them will start finals late this week and then early next week. Yeah, but you're right on time. It's that time. So uh, we've been pressuring them because we do study hall and travel with our uh, academic council, uh, and that's Angel. So we're on the road. She was with us, and we were you know, having the opportunity to do study hall and, and making sure that everybody was taking care of their academics as well. Um, but now we're back, and, and it's, that doesn't change. So, yes, it's, it's that time, Chris. Is it, as we wrap it up, is there anything you want to mention before we conclude and close it out? You know, I just want to say continue to give us a chance. Continue to come out the game, come out to our men's game. You know, I thought they played a heck of a game against you know, Arkansas. Coming out, shot the ball well, had a great game plan. And that's what people are going to get when they come to our games, exciting brand of basketball on both sides of the floor. You know, we are actually – you know, looking forward to getting more people coming here. You know, we're ready. We're ready. So if people can come out, continue to watch us play, come and bring your teams, your high school teams, your AAU teams, your families, your parents, your cousins, just come on to the games and you will see that this team is a team that plays with passion, play with energy. They're going to take you off the edge of your seat one minute and they're going to drop you in the back of your seat in the next minute. But that's who we are. And I think you'll be real, really excited or exhausted by the time you leave our game. Ronald Huey, head coach of the Houston Cougars women's basketball team. Their next home game is Sunday, December 10th versus East Tennessee State, 2 p.m. tip-off. And remember this season, the game's home games are at Texas Southern's H&PE Arena. It's a well-lit building. It's a great arena for basketball. So yes. you can come out and see the Cougars play and see if they can improve to 8-2 and two Sunday, December 10th. Coach Huey will continue doing this throughout the season. Once again, thank you for your time, and I will talk to you later. Thank you so much for doing what you do, Chris. I appreciate it. Take care. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Have a great day, and go Cougs!